experience the presence of God, the outpouring of His splendor, spirit, and supernatural glory. God is about to do a new thing in this season of Open Heavens. 70 days dedicated to fasting and prayer. Host, God's servant, Nanasayo Pokusakwadi. Theme, I am about to do a new thing. Venue, Plot 16, Potter City, Mutual One of my calling as a father and as a spiritual father is to get you closer to God as best as I can. Yes, sir. Amen. Amen. And so, the closer you get to God, it just makes life easy. Amen. Amen. Don't ever come to the place to think that you have arrived. I told you yesterday also, I said, even the angels in heaven, they are still studying about God. Every day, God surprised them. Yes, Lord. Amen. Amen. One of the benefits of coming to the presence of God to hear the word of God is that something happens when we are preaching the word. Yeah. It's more than just sitting down and dozing. Ezekiel chapter 2 verse 2, he said, And the spirit entered me when he spoke unto me. Yes, sir. And the spirit entered unto me when he spoke unto me, and it set me upon my feet. So when we start preaching, something enters you. Amen. Amen. So, you see, the word of God is more spiritual than the way you think. That is why in church, if there is even a hidden agenda of the devil, sickness in your body, it can be extracted by just hearing the word of yes, God. Yes, sir. He said, and the spirit entered as when he speak. So, if he didn't have an opportunity to listen, the spirit would have entered. Yes, sir. The same happened to John in, in, in Revelation chapter 1 verse 10. That was what I was trying to say. He said that, and the spirit entered. I was in the spirit on the Lord's day and I heard behind me a great voice. A great voice. Uh, as, as of a trumpet. And who was speaking? The next voice is going to be the voice of Jesus saying, I am Alpha and Omega. Amen. Ah. The first and the last. Huh? But the important thing is that I was in the spirit huh? on the last day. So one of the things you, you have to expect in a fasting is that you have to be in the spirit. Yes, Amen. Stay in the spirit. Amen. To stay in the spirit that there are some things you don't do. In fasting, you don't watch television and just listen. If you watch television, you'll be a preaching of the word. You don't stay out because these are the benefits. You are trying to get closer to God. So you deny yourself of some things. Hallelujah. Because it's a sacrificial act. Amen. Now, once you deny yourself of all these pleasures, you generate the presence of God. Somebody say God's presence. God's presence. Now, listen to me. There is something about the presence of God. When you come, that is why Paul said, that is why the Bible said, we should not forsake the assemblies of our gathering. So, whilst we are here, there is a presence we are generating. And in the presence of God is the only place your weakness can die. Yes, sir. Lord, you are not listening to what I'm saying. Amen. Everybody has a weakness. Everybody has a weakness. Some, some people, their weakness is, is lying. Their weakness is anger. Their weakness is lust. And as you keep coming to the presence of those things will die completely out of your life. The benefit of the presence of the Lord. So you come to God's presence. The Bible said they grow from strength to strength. Those who appear before the Lord in Zion. So number two, if you grow from strength to strength, then the weakness, then in the presence of God, your weakness will die. Because once your strength is growing, then your weakness is dying. 
So that is why all these things about sometimes you just want to stay in the comfort of your home. Sometimes it doesn't help. I heard Papa Oedipo say something that hit me said that. All these things about coronavirus and people should stay at home and watch online is to weaken people. And once you become weak, the devil can do anything with your life. Amen. Remember what Paul said, be strong in the Lord. Be strong in the Lord. And they grow from strength to strength, those who appear before the Lord. So when we come to church, something happens. The Bible says we have come to Mount Zion. We have come to the city of God. So whilst we are here now, you may say you are, you are here with human beings, but you are in Zion. The Bible says it's called the city of God. We are in a heavenly Jerusalem. And the Bible says we are privileged to worship innumerable company of angels. In Hebrews chapter 12, when you read from verse number 10, 20 going down. Go to verse 21 and let me see. Hebrews chapter 12, verse 21. Uh, and so terrible was the sight that Moses said, I exceedingly fear and quack, verse 22. And this is the way the party have come to Mount Zion and unto the city of the living God, heavenly Jerusalem, unto the innumerable company of angels. This is the description of people that come to the presence of God. Hallelujah. And so it is important for you to be conscious of God's presence. Somebody say God's presence. Huh? Because in the presence of God, your past will be erased. Hello. That is why sometimes people look at you and they think that you will come direct from heaven. Because the things you have done 10 years ago. But today we can't see it. In fact, some of you, when you tell people the life you used to live, they don't even believe it. Because the presence has erased those pasts. Oh, wow. They are all listening to what I'm talking about. If any man is in Christ, he is a new creature. All things has passed away. Because you are fasting dry, sit down, sit down. Hallelujah. Amen. Tell, your, tell, tell somebody, my past has been raised. Tell somebody, my past has been raised. Tell your neighbor, if I tell you my past, you'll run away from this auditorium. Amen. Now, your, your past is not only erased. In the presence of God, your future is revealed. That is why you can get a prophetic word. That is why we can anoint you. That is why you can receive impartation. So in the presence of God, your past is erased and your future is revealed. The only reason why you are sitting here confidence is that you trust God. And you, are, you, you believe in his faithfulness. That what he has said is able to bring it to pass. All these things are the benefit of God's presence. Hallelujah. Desire to come to his presence. Desire to come to his presence. What is the first thing that I said about the presence of God? Your weakness will die. Do you remember? Because they grow from strength to strength. What is the next thing? Your past is erased. Wow. People start calling us of mommy. Is anybody here that people call you of mommy? Yes. Huh? You are not married to a pastor, but they are calling us of mommy. Hallelujah. And the reason they are saying that is that, oh, there's something about your past that has changed. Amen. In the presence of the Lord also, your enemies are exposed. You are not alive. Hallelujah. The presence of God has power to expose your enemies. It can come by prophetic angle. It can come by, as you stay in the presence of God, you have vivid dreams that reveal things unto you. In the presence of God, you can pick a word of knowledge, word of wisdom. The gift of the Spirit are in oppression. Receive grace to desire the presence of God. Our spirit on the Lord's day, stay in the presence. That is why you always have to create God's presence around your environment. 
Hallelujah. Atmosphere controls everything. Atmosphere is everything. There's an atmosphere for funeral. There's an atmosphere for party. Can I go deeper? There is even atmosphere you create. You will generate sex. If somebody sits in your car, you start praying, killing me softly. Something can happen there. There is an atmosphere for church. Do you know there is an atmosphere to drink alcohol? Yeah. Go to a party. And it's not a righteous party. To create the presence of God in your atmosphere, you have to sing some songs. Don't sing freedom. No, it's very important. The Bible even commanded to sing spiritual songs. Hymns. So some of you, if you don't control your atmosphere, the enemy will control it. Amen. Have you seen that? A song from Bomali will naturally light, light a ganja. Yes. Those of you who have smoked weed before, do you remember? Yeah. Hallelujah. You hear some beat in the immediately you go to some bush. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Amen. Hallelujah. In the presence of God, your pain cannot remain. Those only five people heard what I said. I say your pain cannot remain. So as you keep coming to the presence of God, the boy sent you a text message that he doesn't love you again. Disappointed you, but there are some girls here, some guy disappointed, but he didn't shake them. He didn't really move them. There is those who don't, if you see anybody who had a broken relationship and want to commit suicide, he, he lacked God's presence. It is not possible to stay in God's presence and have a nervous breakdown. You cannot love God to a certain level that a guy will disappoint you and you want to kill yourself. It's not possible. Amen. What is the last point I give to you? Your pain will what? Cannot remain. All these are the benefits of it. It's not my message, but that's what I want to give you before I get to my message. Hallelujah. Today I want to talk to you about the recognition anointing. The benefit of the recognition anointing. But in the presence of God, your pain cannot remain. Ha. In the presence of God, your fear will disappear. Oh, the five people, five are sad, so it's ten. I say your fear will disappear. Have you noticed that some of you are not afraid of something because of the faith I have preached? Some of you have preached faith that some fear has left you. There are some things you are not afraid of. Even if you go to a hospital, I've heard testimonies of people go to hospital, they tell them things, and they are not afraid. And they get rid of it. How many of you uh, were there when during the lockdown, I preached faith and you were not afraid of coronavirus again? Yes. And you're happy because you are in the presence of God. Never undermine the presence. Never take it for granted. Desire. The Bible says in his presence, there is fullness of joy. So the presence of God generates joy. In his presence, there is fullness of joy. Everybody say fullness of joy. So you see, when you come to the presence of God, it is not, and joy is not, let me tell you, there is a difference between joy and happiness. Don't mistake them. There is a difference between joy and happiness. Happiness is as a result of happiness. Somebody can give you 10,000 Ghana and you are happy. But by the time you get to Pram Pram Johnson or Mokola, a pickpocket steals it. Then your happiness is gone. Are you getting it? So things happen. But joy is a fruit of the spirit. So something, when somebody has happiness, he is happy as a result of what he has gotten. When the thing gets out of his hand, happiness is gone. 
But when you have joy, whether you have it or you don't have it, the joy is still generated. So joyful people are not controlled by their pocket. They will still praise God when they don't have money. They will still praise God when they have money. They will praise God when somebody, I, I, I mean, appointed them. When somebody disappointed them, they will still praise God. I can't hear you clapping and shouting. So in his presence, there is fullness of joy. He didn't end there. He said, at your right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. So the presence of God generates joy. You cannot come to church in the spirit with a, 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 an open heart and be sad. Have you seen the way sometimes you dance? And recently, I've even noticed that some of you were, if it's not because of church, all your nice dress, where would you wear it to? Oh, think about it. Yes. Recently, I was thinking about it. Remember, when those, church, those dress, you can't take it to disco. They will sack you. Can you imagine every go to this code with this dress? I mean, they, are, they get people say, oh, yes, over and over, they will suck you. Yeah, but these beautiful dresses, you can only bring it to church. This is, I mean, there's something beautiful about following Jesus Christ. It changes your life, changes your language, changes your dressing, changes the way you present yourself. Wow. It says that those of you have matured in the Lord. Matured in the Lord. There is a place of maturity when you dress, you don't show your body. Oh. Signs of maturity. The presence of God has changed you. Hallelujah. Because some of you, yeah, oh yeah, it's a good place to clap for Jesus and clap for yourself. And especially a church like this that we are fasting, it's possible that 80 to 90 percent of the people are fasting dry. Just generate the presence, you become conscious of God's presence. You walk around. You are getting closer to God. You are pressing on. You are pushing. Lord, I don't have enough of you. As the deer pants for the water brooks, my soul is panting after you. And how heaven is happy when you are pursuing God. Wow. Hallelujah. You are not living in sin. You are not fornicating. Much as I preach holiness in this place, there are people in this church, they are very pure. There are some guests here, they are still virgins. Yeah, there are some, from the day they became born again, they have been virgins. Yeah, yeah. Amen. So there are two kinds of virgins. They are virgin by birth uh, and virgin by choice. Yeah. Secondary virginity. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. So the day you become born again, your virginity starts. If somebody is quiet, you know that he has not sustained it. Yes. And there are some who came to Christ. They are in their third. So we have the second. Some are in what? Third. Tertiary. Wow. God is a good God. The message of God is very powerful. Amen. Give the Lord a clap offering. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Somebody come to church. And then we preach the gospel. He's a drunkard. He's a smoker. Who, who, who want to give his life to Christ? And they cry. I have done attack where many people are standing here. They are crying. So in the presence of God, your sins are washed away. It's very powerful. These are the benefits of God's presence. Your sins are washed away. And if, if you have done it, you can rededicate yourself. If any man is in Christ, he's a new creature. He said, if you say we have no sin, we deceive ourselves. 
First John chapter 1, verse 89 and verse 8 and 9. And the truth is not in us. When we ask, he's faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. So in the presence of God, your sins are washed away. No, desire God's presence. Hallelujah. Desire God's presence. Desire. Especially your church like this, you can come here and camp. Wow. Have you ever prayed in portals from about between 11 o'clock to about 1? Very, very serene. I mean, you hear the whispers of God. There's too much noise in your area. No, all atmospheres are not the same. I can tell you. The reason why I leave the comfort of my home to come here is that when I'm here, I can pray. I can tell you. The moment I step into portal, the anointing of prayer comes. The anointing of fasting just comes. Hallelujah. Yes, and it's, 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 you have to desire to get closer to God. Sometimes don't just walk to God. Don't walk with God. This generation is mixing something. Don't walk with God because every time God give me, give me, give me. There are times you are just want to, Lord, I just want to know you. I just love you. I just want to be in your presence. And it's very important. Hallelujah. No one of the guys in the Bible that, that, that desire God's presence is David. Wow. Amen. Are you, are you learning something here today? Huh? Your sins are washed away. <laughs> Amen. In the presence of God. In the presence of God. Your weakness can turn to strength. Your weakness tends to strength. In the presence of God, your weakness tends to strength. Do you remember you were weak? There was a time, hey, if somebody stepped on your toes, what do you do? Hey, Akwele. But now people dust you just look at them and you laugh. It's a sign of maturity. 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 Hallelujah. Receive God's presence and enjoy God's presence. There is one I wrote here, very powerful. In the presence of God, your priorities are put in proper order. In the presence of the Lord. Your priorities are put in proper order. You know what to do. All this thing, you can get it in the presence of God. Your priorities are put in a proper order. You, you know what is there. In economics, they call it the scale of preference. Uh, is that correct? Forgive me, those of who did the course, is that correct? Scale of preference. That right? You choose the important things first. Is that right? In the presence of the Lord. Huh? Your priorities are put in order. So when you are in the presence of God and you understand God's presence, a boy cannot toy with your life. No, you can't you can't just sell your destiny like that you won't do that hallelujah you won't do it you won't do it you won't do it hallelujah just the presence you won't do it am i talking to somebody here today yeah in the presence of god you know what is right three guys can propose to you but you can tell which one will be which one is a husband material yeah that is why you have rejected a lot of proposals some of you have just men like you have married long time like that monkey is your husband oh yes amen Hallelujah. But you rejected some. Some of you, if you started a relationship at a point, you broke it. Do you know that people can come to church and as a result of the word of God they hear, they can discern that this relationship I mean is not correct. Yeah. And all these things are what you get in the presence of God. Your priorities are put in proper order. Your priorities. So you don't get money and just all you do is to shop. You are thinking about getting a land. You are thinking about buying your cooking utensils. Some of you girls don't have those things. You don't have it. You have a lot of cuteness, but you don't have... Yes, you don't have anything to cook. Yeah. 
Hallelujah. You have done some silver bill bought from a aluminium company very many years ago. And it's even destroyed. Are you getting it? Your priorities are put in proper order. Proper order. Proper order. You are a marriage man. And you know that. Because you are a marriage woman. Your husband said, let's go and buy a car. You say, no, honey, let's buy land. Some people, their priorities are not in order. Let me tell you something. It's a mistake to have two cars and you don't have a plot of land. So you clap after I finish with you. It's a mistake to have two cars because everything man made depreciates. Everything God made appreciate. So if I go and buy a car and Jackie buy a land after five years, let me tell you something about a car. If you buy a brand new car, the moment you drive it out of the dealer, it's second hand. Hey. And Ghana, one of the certain is that we register our cars based on the year. Because when you go to some countries, nobody can see which year you register your car. And so you can use the car for very long time. Ghana year. People don't buy cars. They buy number plates. So some people don't care whether the car is about. So you see, there are some cars you drive. Eh? The car is about, it has gone 80,000 kilometers. But because it's 2022, you are happy. One day, we, I had a car that we wanted, I wanted to sell and just donate the money to God. It is, I registered 2017. Uh, but the car has gone 2,000 kilometers. So it's even a brand new engine. But when I, somebody said, oh, but it, because it's 2017. I said, it's not the 2017. The car is almost a brand new car. So you see, if you don't come to the presence of God, even your thinking will be perverted. So, number plate and good engine, a Ghanaian will choose number plate. That is why your car is 2022, but it's smoking. Oh no, they are not listening to what I'm talking about. So that is what you love. That is what they program you for. Amen. In the presence of God, your priorities are put in proper order. Yes. If you, some of you, if you didn't come to church, and not just church, you can go to some church and your priorities will not change. It depends on the quality of the information you are being fed with. It's not just every church make a mistake no make no mistake about it hallelujah amen you the fact that you go to church that's only you grow he said desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow thereby <laughs> amen it is only in the presence of god that poverty becomes abundance oh somebody didn't hear what i said your poverty becomes abundant it means that you can come to church poor before you know some of you, the way you are now, it's not the way you came to church. Your poverty becomes abundance in the presence of God. Yes. This is not the way I started serving God. No, at all. When I came to church, I was broke. Yeah. If it was, I was serving God, I was broke. I used to live on a doctor without trotro money. I have sat in space cars by faith. Me, this my faith has been a very long time. Can I show doko? Can I show doko? The space car. Have you seen that car? Is it still there? Oloko Kalesh. Oh yeah. Ba ba ba. I sit inside. No, no fair. Then it's a over the lie by lie. Then I'm there. 
The important thing is that one day a mate, hey, then he clap his hand. So one day, when I, I was going to sit in that the mate collected the money before I sat inside the car. He said, Paddy, my guy is not good. So poverty will tend your, your poverty will become abundance. So once you are in the presence of the Lord, there is a word you hear, there is something that will happen. It will just change your life. Amen. Your poverty will become an abundance. Hmm? Yeah, your depression can turn to joy. In God's presence. Amen. Your stinking thinking is corrected. Can I say that again? You can be in church and your thinking is stinking. In the presence of God, the word of God has power to extract the stinking thinking and it gets corrected. Amen. That is the reason why you break up with that guy. Because now the word of God has opened you up to see that you don't have a future. Wow. Wow. I saw some people there. Uh, they, they enjoy marriage after they came to church. A lot of people have sent me messages saying, if you're not because of you, uh, I am a single mother. Your messages has changed my life. Your messages has made me. He said one day, my husband, who was always angry, he said, I used to watch you on YouTube and my husband would say that, all oh, these guys, you just follow them and when I'm giving offering, my husband will get angry until after some time, my husband look at me and say, you have changed. He said, he he honey, I can see that. Don't clap. Honey, I can see that you have changed. He said, what is it? He said, the man I've been listening that you don't like. And the husband said, really? Then the husband also started listening to me. He said, my husband has now changed better than even me myself. It is the word of God. Amen. Authority, the, 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 the authority of God's word. The power in God's word. It has power to change you. Hallelujah. It has power. That's why I'm concerned about the way you come to church, but you are not changing. Yeah, it's very important. If you keep hearing the word and you don't change, something is wrong. You need heavy duty deliverance. It means that there is a spirit in you that doesn't want you to change. But naturally, the word of God must be able to change you. Yeah. It must, I, 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 he said, I commend you to God and to the word of his grace, which is able to build you up. It doesn't also change you, but it builds you and gives you inheritance among them that are sanctified. Desire the sincere milk of the word that you may grow. So naturally, eh? Because listen, in the parable of the sower, when Jesus said that if you don't understand that parable, you will not understand all parables. So the mother of all parables is the parable of the sower. And Jesus said that in the parable of the sower, the interpretation of that parable said the seed is the word. So anytime you come to church and I'm preaching, I'm sowing seed. And once the seed is growing, it will generate a harvest. That is why I know that one day you become a millionaire. I know it. I'm not doubting it at all. There are people here, give them three years, four years, five years, they will be financial mugus. They will walk in some dangerous financing because of the authority of God's word. Are you shouting hallelujah? Amen. Ah, you would, in, your, in the presence of God, your, desk, your destiny will be discovered. Oh, yes. Your destiny will be discovered. Destiny is discovered. Huh? You, you just know what to do. Oh, wow, wow. You know what? I've seen people come to church. They were working for the government. 
But as they keep hearing the word of God, something wake up in the inside of them. They, they resign, they start a business. Huh? Or even some, they keep working, but they also have a business by the side. It's, it's, it's working. You are the only one who doesn't have a business. Yeah. Don't just settle for working for just government and working for companies. You can be doing something small by the side. If you pray, 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 God can. Every prosperity is an idea. Yes, sir. Every prosperity. If you hear somebody has prospered, you hear this name. Microsoft is an idea. Yeah. If I yesterday I heard a man of God say something that struck me, he said that all billionaires in the world, huh, they were school dropout. He said most of them, they are school dropout. Bill Gates couldn't finish school. Uh, this guy in Facebook, she, she like, yeah. They just discover their talent. They get committed to it. They do it. And they saw that they are wasting their time at school. And today they are paying people. Some of them as hundreds of thousands of workers. All over the world. Idea. There were some guys sitting in the school. And they have idea of what is called Huba. Hey. Do you know the money? Those guys went to court in Britain and won the, the case. Money, who back? They say your own car should generate money for them. They are not driving, they're not taxi drivers. You buy your car, register with them. Wow. And sitting in America and they make millions. Idea. In these 70 days, may the Lord give you an idea. Yes, foresight. We are not talking about trying to go and collapse somebody's thing, but an idea that generates something. Wow. Idea. I was praying for a young man here who was there the, at the all night, who was the visa to go. He said, I have a restaurant in Pokiasi. And the restaurant is doing well. Yeah. Idea. If you are not ordered, you cannot prosper. It's not possible. It's not possible. Hallelujah. Sometimes, I, one of the food I like is roasted plantain. So sometimes I'll tell mommy that, let's go and buy cocoa yatutu. Mommy will drive. you get to a place and say, no, I don't like his dress. He goes, you know, some child is wee-wee over there. And I realize that mommy will reject the thing because of the environment. Huh? But you go to some place around East Lego, you see that the person is wearing gloves. Some of them don't even use your hand. They use this, I don't know what they call it. It's some kitchen equipment. Huh? They used to turn the plantain. And the way they have arranged the granite. Mommy said, ha, 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 ha. It's just order. If a woman treats a man like a cat, he will never go out. Do you know why your husband doesn't come home? I will show you. There is a spiritual technology that will let a man close in the office and he doesn't want to wait for five minutes. If your husband close the office and stay and come midnight, it's your fault. There is something you're supposed to do you are not doing. And I have done everything. You are not supposed to do everything. You are supposed to do the right. Because never deceive yourself that doing everything brings results. Never. Never deceive yourself. Amen. It is doing the right thing that brings results. It's not doing everything. 
Nobody is permitted to do everything. Nobody in life is permitted to do everything. None of, nobody. God didn't ask us to do everything. Even Paul said, that's one thing I do. So not everything. Even Jesus Christ, when he came on earth, he didn't solve everybody's problem. There are times you walk to a place, there are a lot of sick people, you heal one and leave the rest. Do you know why Jesus did that? Huh? Can I tell you that the Bible said there were a lot of impotent folks? Huh? He healed one person and left the rest. Do you know why? It was a test on their faith. If the rest has faith, when they saw one healed, they could have pursued Jesus. God was teaching the principle that God can leave you in a place that he has all the solution for you, but lack of faith to let him pass by, bypass you. Because if you don't receive it by faith, you will not appreciate it. No. Can you imagine the one who is the oldest in the place is here? 38 years. The rest would have said, if this man is jumper, who heal him? Say, please, I'm here. There is no record that the rest of the people cry. There is no record that any of them said, Jesus, please, can you? Somebody cry, have mercy on me, and Jesus stood still. But Timios cried, and Jesus turned and healed him. When Jesus called him, he said, according to your faith, let it be done. And immediately his eyes was open. All the important folks, some hot, some wedded, some paralyzed, Jesus healed one. The Bible didn't count. There's so many that say important folks. The rest couldn't develop faith to say that if the oldest man here is healed, then who heal him? Say, are you standing? How did you do? The man going there. Oh, please, sir, we are also here. None of them called upon Jesus. Okay? I will show you an attitude you have that other people's blessing don't challenge you. Passivity. There is a place in life you have to ask, why, why are people getting blessed and I'm not getting blessed? Because anytime somebody has something you don't have, the person knows something you don't know. Yes, Number two, probably there is a method you are using that is not working. Immediately you have to change it. What will you find in the presence of God? What will you find? What I've given you is what you get, but what will you find? In the presence of God, you find abundance. Abundance. John chapter 10, verse 10. Wow. In God's presence, you will find what? Abundance. John chapter 10, verse 10. For the thief coming not, but for to steal, to kill and to destroy, but I've come that what? They might, what? They might have what? And have it what? Huh? So when you connect to Jesus and you come, you will find abundance. The thief coming not, but for to steal and to kill and to destroy. But I have come that you have for abundance. In the presence of God, you will find comfort. Comfort. Isaiah chapter 51 verse 12. In God's presence, you will find comfort. Isaiah chapter 51 and verse number 12. I even, I, I am he that comforted you. I am he that comforted you. I am he that comforted you. Who are thou that thou shouldest be afraid of a man that shall die and of the son of man which shall be made as grass? God said, 
I am he that comforted you. Get all this PowerPoint. Let them all be your prayer point. Hallelujah. In the presence of God or in God's presence, you will receive deliverance. Deliverance. Psalm 34 verse 90, everybody say deliverance. So in God's presence, your deliverance will come. Haven't you seen the number of times we have cast demons here? Have you seen the number of times we have prayed for people for their womb to be open? Amen. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord, but the Lord, but the Lord delivered him from all of them. So in God's presence, when you connect to God, you find deliverance. When you connect to God, you find abundance. When you connect to God, oh my, you find comfort. Many are the afflictions of the righteous. So never serve God and think that you will not be afflicted. Things will come your way you are not expecting. One day you wake up, you are broke. Some boy will disappoint you. Some promises, oh wow. I was preparing a message for the singles and I came to the place and I picked up a wisdom key and I realized that, listen, there is a difference between a promise and a vow. Now watch this. Engagement is a promise. Wedding is a vow. Engagement is a promise. Wedding is a vow. The reason why God hates divorce is that he hates people breaking vows. I'm going to show you that breaking a vow has consequence. And I will show you the consequence. The most dangerous thing in exchanging the vow when we are doing is that till death do us apart. That is the consequence of breaking a vow. So when you vow it, it goes to sit in heaven. Then I'll bring you to the four things. In fact, I'll make it seven. Seven things that if somebody say he loves you, it must show in a person's life. If you don't see, but the first four is very crucial. If you get one is to three, you are in danger. If you get three and one is missing, you are still in danger. All the four must show. Mm -hmm. Whether it's a man to a woman, a woman to a man, you have to know. He said, I gave you one thing about passion. And I will define passion to you. Hallelujah. I will define you what is called passion. When, when you become passionate about something, you are ready to die for it. So you see, that is why Bible never recognizes engagement. That is why in some countries, if somebody can kneel down in a restaurant and put a ring, they say he has engaged you. It's just a promise. But when you take people to the altar, it's a vow. <laughs> instead of fighting to break a marriage fight to make your partner happy so I'm going to teach you things you fight for do you know that the same effort you, need, you want to fight to run away from the marriage you can use the same effort to make it work oh come there then I'm going to tell you that one of the, the Greek talks about some different kinds of love. One is called Firo. One of them is called Eros. And one is called Agape. Now, if you marry based on Eros love, I will explain it. And what the Greek call Philo, all of them your marriage will break. Because for instance, the Eros love says that if I give you money, give me sex. It's a conditional love. 
That love is based on condition. So, I am doing what I am doing for you because of what I can get from you. One of the reasons why the church is looking the way it is is that Jesus said that. Hmm. Love one another as I have loved you. The missing ingredient in the church is agape love. All of us here. It is that love that is not making you talk to somebody. You don't talk to a sister. And some of you, you pretend you love the sister, but your feeling is different. Because when you meet people, there is a feeling you have because of Jesus Christ. Listen, 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 listen. Atmosphere has voice. You can get to a place and when the people don't like you, you can pick it. The reason why you have to come to church, we teach you is that every problem is ignorant problem. There is no mountain everywhere. Everybody's mountain is ignorant. So I can handle my wife a certain way. And the reason I'm doing that because I lack knowledge. So the more you grow in knowledge, the more your attitude changes. That's what it is. Hallelujah. Yeah. There are things, maybe mommy would demonstrate I would get offended five years, two years ago. Now it will not offend me. The difference is knowledge. I have grown. I have gained more knowledge about something. I have understood some things. I have gone to the Bible to check why. Who is a woman? How did God create them? Why does he do? There are some things I used to get offended about. But I realized that if the person is doing it, it's just being a woman. So woman does some things just to demonstrate what is inside there. If you see your wife spending one hour in the mirror, he is just a demonstration of womanhood. The wisdom key is that if you are going somewhere and you go seven o'clock, tell her six. And then you can gain a lot of allowance so that if you give us because you will be angry when it's seven and it's not ready. But at least when it's six, you start hurrying up. So when it takes a little about 20 or 30 minutes, you still have 20 minutes adjustment. You get your destination. What is the last thing I give to you? In the presence of God, you do what? You have what? Deliverance. In the presence of God, you have encouragement. Second Thessalonians 2.16. How many of you have come to church and have encouraged you? Wow. Encouragement. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Huh? Oh, now our Lord Jesus Christ himself and the God, even our Father, which has loved us, which has loved us, and have given us everlasting what? Consolation. Wow. Everlasting consolation and good hope through grace. Give me the New Living Translation. Let me see something over there. Ah, 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 ah. Now may our Lord Jesus Christ himself, the God of our Father, who loves us, and by his grace, give us eternal comfort and a wonderful word, hope. Somebody say wonderful hope. That is what Apostle Paul wrote. Huh? Come back to the King James Version. Wow. Now go to the Amplified Version. Let me see something. Amplified Version. Thank you. That is what I'm looking for. Look at it. Now, may our Lord Jesus Christ himself and God our Father who has loved us and given us everlasting comfort and 
encouragement and the good well-founded hope of salvation by his grace. Synonyms. Everybody say encouragement. And make no mistake about it. Shine your eyes and look at me. One of the greatest attack of the devil on your life is discouragement. If Satan hit you with discouragement, your faith is destroyed. Nothing knock face down faster than discouragement. If you get discouraged in the marriage, you are heading towards a crash. If you get discouraged in the company you have started, it will naturally collapse. One of the greatest strengths of David is the anointing of encouragement. Even at Ziglag, when all the men were angry and crying, that there was no strength to cry, and they wanted to stone him, the Bible said David encouraged himself in the Lord. It means that he knocked discouragement down. As long as you are not discouraged, it will be difficult for you to be a failure. Discouraged people never try it again. No. Do you know failure is part of success equation? Yes, sir. Ah, yes, sir. You. you can never be successful when you have never failed before. Ah, failure is not a destination. It's just an event. On your way to your destination, you must fail. Yes, if you don't fail, how will you know you are successful? <laughs> so it's not a destination. Let's get it straight. Amen. Go and read the story of Abraham Lincoln. Huh? Read the story. Abraham Lincoln, oh, one of the most successful presidents of America. Jesus Christ. He failed and failed and failed and failed and failed. He failed as a senator. He failed in school. He failed as that. He failed as that. And finally became American president. No. The man who discovered the light bulb. This one. Is it Thomas Edison? Huh? I don't know the number. I think he did about 999. It was a thousand one that worked. No, that's what it is. If you can you imagine you? 999 times. I went to his workshop in New Jersey. I went there, they show me. This is the this is the, 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 the scientific laboratory. The man tried without that man won't have Bob. He tried to spend one fee, two fee, 100 fee, 200 fee, 500 fee. This man will not give up. 600 fee, 800 fee, 850th time fee, 900 fee, 950 fee, 956 fee, 958 fee, 959 fee, 990 fee, 992, 997, 999 fee, then 1,000 work. Somebody say you marry you. After three years, he disappointed you want to die. Think about it. That thing that lets you feel like that is a spirit of discouragement. So in church, in the presence of God, you must be encouraged. No. When you come, you will put hope in you. And hope marry faith to bring miracles. This is what it is. Once you marry hope and faith, you will generate good report. Because faith will forever be the substance of things you hope for. Discouragement kills hope. And hope defend, make the heart sick. One day David sit down and say, hey man, so why are thou cast out with me? Why are you so discouraged? Hope thou in God. Listen, 
you have no right to be discouraged until the day you hear God has died. What a strong one. Until you heard, if you have never heard that one, then nothing on earth must happen to you for you to be discouraged. Job said, even a tree, when it is cut down, it has hope. If a tree is not discouraging you, that is how these people can do. What to make Job bounce back was that the devil hit him with all kinds of things, but he couldn't hit him with discouragement. Because discouragement brings you to the place of hopelessness. Another word for despair. And then you begin to see right things wrong. Anybody that is discouraged suspect everybody that comes around him, including those who are coming to help. Oh, can I say a little bit? Women that are discouraged don't have feeling. So if you try, 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 nothing works, she's discouraged. Discouragement can lose potency. Oh, yes. No matter when you go to us, the other tell you is stress. It's not stress, you are discouraged. Let me tell you something. The greatest deliverance you need is not a demon in your hand or a demon in your genital. The, the most difficult deliverance is a demon in the mind. If your demon is in the mind, your deliverance is difficult. Paul said the prince of this world has blinded the minds. So the mind has eyes. And Satan can shut it down. Be it transformed. Now do you know something? The, the salvation of the soul is Christ. Wow. The salvation of the body is crucifixion. Uh -huh. Bring it under subjection. But the salvation of the mind is knowledge. Information. Be it transformed by the renewing of your mind. Don't let the devil, once you are discouraged, you don't have feeling. Ne it's, if there's a man here and you are living with a woman that is discouraged, brother, you are suffering. They will oversort the food or undersort the food. Somebody came to say, Papa, my, husband, my wife doesn't participate, though. Hey, yeah, he doesn't participate. Hallelujah. There's a name you people call it. Well, serve yourself. I told him, he said, Papa, you have to pray. I said, it's not prayer, he's discouraged. I said, go down deep. You see, sometimes, eh, you need discernment to know the root of people's problem. It's not the way you are thinking. No, something is more than the way you are thinking in the surface. It's discouragement. Discouragement is a trusted weapon of the enemy. I'm telling you. Among the commodities the devil is spending, one of the most expensive ones is discouragement. It's an antique. Huh? Because he has, he has applied it for long. 
and it has worked. Ooh, Satan has used it. It has worked for him. He has used that to destroy marriages. He has used that to shut companies down. If David got discouraged, he wouldn't have pursued the Amalekite. He asked God, should I pursue after them? Will you deliver them to God? Say, I will doubtless. And the Bible says he pursue, overtake, and he recover all. And that happened after a man who has encouraged himself in the Lord. So discouragement was standing in front of him as a giant, as a leader. It is dangerous to be in leadership and be discouraged. If I got discouraged at Tema, I wouldn't have carried people to Portis. Never. Everything rises and shut down by leadership. If I got discouraged at Tema and I ran to Afghanistan or China or America, no! You people, I wouldn't have carried you here. So as a husband, never get discouraged. Women think through emotion, but man must think through principle. So every time you follow the emotions of your wife, a woman is wired by emotion. That is why they, 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 they can remember everything. If a man is standing here, the woman is standing here. Their mindset and the way God wired a man is different from the way God wired a woman. They are not the same. You have to learn all those things. So there are some things your wife behaves. If, if you don't have knowledge, you get offended for nothing. She's so that being herself. And I'm going to teach you that if you're a woman, there's one thing you have to, you have to lock it up in your mind. Work with the mind that I can be deceived. Where did that spirit come from? From your mother, Eve. <laughs> the Bible said, Paul wrote, said the woman was deceived. Okay, if you're deceived, why did the man eat it? Okay, let me show you why you ate it. That is the power. That is how vulnerable we are before you. You see, let me tell you something. No, it's not something you can refuse. It won't work. <laughs> No, so it will not work. The reason is that eh, the reason is that you better, that's why you have to choose the right one. This woman has something we need. Not that we want it, we need it. And as a result of that need, they can turn our minds. So Richard Robert used to say that, my father used to say that, hey, he told his Richard mother, I am the head. Then the mother said, I am the neck. He said, if you don't know, let me show you that if you are the head, I'm the neck. And let me tell you, it's the neck that turns the head. So what it is? You are going here, your wife can say, call. <laughs> then about it. He just, it doesn't tell your body, you turn your head. And one, wherever the, the head turns, that's where the body will eventually turn. The power of a woman. Kai! A woman can bring a mighty ministry down. In one day, a woman can bring a nation to a standstill. Ahab did no rule, it is Jezebel. Today, prophetically, I pick it that Jezebel spirit has come into the atmosphere. A lot of women want to control men, even in a church. There are pastors saying good things about their wife, but they are under control. What they are saying is not what is happening in the bedroom. And the spirit is a Jezebelic spirit. There are little girls controlling men with pot belly. They are signing check before they think about the check they have signed. It's happening. It's happening. 
I'm dead. We will talk about that. It's happening. I'm telling you, people are running away from ministry. They are there. You have to thank God for the rich food you eat here. Information, huh? Now listen, if you start a church and you go first day and only men came, close down the church. Everything you do without women, the sign is that it's already on a way of crashing. You fail. It cannot work for them. However, you need a lot of knowledge to handle them. There's a question in the Bible, why are the mighty falling? When we did the investigation, all of them are fallen by women. Oh. Mighty men. Women. I'm telling you, powerful men. Hey. Anointed men of God. Even in the 19th, 20th century. Wow. Abraham couldn't stand it. Something came down. I'm giving you pictures. David shut down his ministry. So, it is important for us to teach them to understand. Some of these girls say, their future husbands should thank me for the information. Now listen, don't clap. The greatest blessing we can have is to get them fast and pray. They become spiritual. Because if God doesn't possess them, and the devil possesses them, it's destruction. The spirit in you determines what you produce. I'm teaching. If you know women, I have stopped ministry long time. I will even respond to the call of God. Me, in the fellowship, I was surrounded by girls who were feeding me. A lot of people thought I was from a rich home. Even Jesus couldn't survive without them. Do you know that? Luke chapter 8. Give me the New Living Translation from verse 1. If Jesus came on earth and all women are here, he could have gone back to heaven. She would have survived. Soon afterward, Jesus began to talk to all the nearby towns and villages, preaching, preaching. Do you know it takes responsibility to preach? And announcing the good news about the kingdom of God. The preaching, I will paraphrase and say, doing crusades. The whole Jesus meetings were crusades. Huh? He took his 12 disciples with him. That statement there shows that anytime you invite Jesus, don't think you are cooking for him alone. That statement there, 12 disciples means that it's Mary and Martha cook. It's not just for Jesus. And for your information, some are fishermen. I pray that you have understanding with the Bible. Look at what happened next. Huh? Along with some what? Somebody said, where are the men? No man was a Jesus sponsor. No man. I checked through the Bible. No man. The day Jesus was looking for money, there was no woman there, so he went to a fish. All the men around, he told one, take a hood and go to the sea. 
Since you men are not givers, let's, let's connect to the, the face. What a disgrace that what the opportunity for men it rather become opportunity for a fish. There was no mandate to give to Jesus, so he went to the sea and picked a fish and opened his mouth. But look at this scripture. Along as some woman who has been cured of evil, evil spirit and disease. That is why if I see a demon in a woman, I'll cast it out. God showed me this revelation. Many people that sponsor my ministry, they, they receive deliverance from my ministry. Many women. I learned it from Jesus. Some of them, huh, they have been cured of evil spirits and disease. He even gave an example. Among them is Mary Magdalene. Right. Do you know this woman who came with? The Bible said that from who has cast out seven demons. When Mary came, he has seven major spirits. According to theology, one of them is to cause men to fall. Jesus cast the spirit out. He became a major supporter of Jesus. This woman, Mary Magdalene, with seven spirit, was the first human being with the privilege to see Jesus' resurrected body. Wow! Isn't it amazing that when Jesus rose from the dead, it's one of his sponsors that saw him. Let me show you something happened. She was not the first to get to the graveyard. The disciples were there before them. They couldn't wait, but Mary tarried. Go back and check it. Men don't have time to wait. Now listen, I am teaching you what it is. You have to just understand them. The Bible said Mary Magdalene out of him cast out seven demons. So don't come and say, and mommy, why before cast it out? You sponsor you. No. There is no ministry on earth. You can get one man to give you. Most men who give to people, they control them. Most men who give to pastors, they control them. Most men. If they give you one million, they'll tell you the message to preach. Anyway, not in this house. No, no, no. Listen, I have gone to churches that one deacon has hijacked the church. The church is in a standstill. Nobody can move. The pastor cannot lift his head. Do you remember I went to preach in America? One, 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 day, one pastor told us, we were in a meeting. My wife was there. He said, I pray for the man to leave the church. When I said, so what is this woman? I said, Prophet Moniji, my bomb, I'm on a free Can you imagine why in church, your pastor's prayer is that you leave? Wow. Hey. Oh, Later I heard the man is miserable, sorry, somewhere. I'm telling you, ask mommy. You were sitting there. We preached for a man of God. He told us, I said, this man, he said, Papa, he said, Prof, the real Papa, you tormenting me. The pastor prayed, so I couldn't sack him. I prayed, Lord, I wrote it. So what prayer? Hey, what a prayer point. Hey. I said, my wife, yeah, yeah, all night for one week. One day, I'll see you. I'll send you all my sorry beam. Sit down, you chap at you. We are getting a ticket. My friend, my wife's young called restaurant. You could do the I am me a buy a radiator. I was say, and he told me something. He said, When he left, the chest started growing. Now, watch this. Who had cast out seven demons? What did they do? Watch the woman, huh? Joanna. Have you seen their name? Mary Madalena. So, certain woman, Joanna, a wife of chooser, Herod's business manager. This is political connection. 
The one is called Susanna. And many others. Up to date, no name has appeared like David. No name has appeared like Obed. Don't even think about Michael. It's very far. No name. And many others. So I said, what are the men in the country? Who men? Can you imagine Jesus move all the women follower? Hey! Every man here, lift up your hands. I rebuke the spirit of stinginess from every man here. Some of them, instead of saying, I mean, they brought their hand down, it means that we want the stinginess. Oh, Lord Jesus, have mercy. Wow. Susanna and many others who were contributing from their own resources. Let me tell you, the women were given so much that the perfume to spray, they break it. And the Bible said at that time, if somebody's one year pay, the Bible said it's a year's wages. So working in Bank of Ghana, you'll pay for one year. And the Judas go a bit Judas has checked the price. Go and read your Bible. Judas is skyrocketed. You see, let me tell you something about Judas. Never this Judas here. She was not wicked. She was smart. Do you know the reason Judas betrayed Jesus Christ? Do you know? Several times he saw that they were coming to arrest Jesus, and Jesus passed through the crowd. Go and read your Bible to us there. He collected the money with the mind that when they are coming to arrest Jesus, Jesus will pass through the crowd. I know that because of the way he went to commit suicide. Because he didn't go the way he was expecting. So he regretted. Papa Mikasa will be thankful for him. So I'm a friend of Mikasa. Hey, Papa, you know what i So Judas' plan was that Jesus would just vanish. And this time he didn't. So I said, hey, she went to kill himself. Because go and read your Bible. There was a time and he was going to Bethany. Judas is the one who said, let us also go so that we would die with him. A man that is ready to die with a man is not ready to kill him. No, he wanted to start a real estate. Now, do you know that? Some of you don't believe. When I say you don't believe it, he used the money to buy a land. And the land was used for cemetery. Judas planted it didn't work. And come and say, yes, to the man, crumb, then Jesus is gone. Then the Pharisees will come, hey, give us our money. They couldn't find him. I said, I gave him to you. That was Judas' plan. It's not in the Bible, but by revelation, I know. <laughs> what I explained to you, it sounds very logic. It's very close to, yes, very logical. He ran up, and I'm telling you, the team paid him when they killed Jesus. Ah! This thing, shame me. Can see Jesus say, Papa, then went journey. Several times in the Bible, they wanted to arrest Jesus. In fact, some of them, they were pushing him to go and stone him. The Bible said, You pass through them. Because his time has not yet come. But Judas, there's not a time. Tom said, Obia, Kobo, Fanication was cool. Unqua boy, pam, no, you said. Yeah, yes, serious, papa, 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 papa. I now grow. There were some girls to our school. Hey, I'm here smart. Everything it will never. Uncle, dear God, will be a good Hey, 
In God's presence, you have favor. Proverbs chapter 12, verse 2. Quickly, quickly, quickly. Let me give it all to you. A good man obtaineth favor of the Lord, but a man of wicked device will be condemned. A good man obtain what? Favor. In God's presence, you receive forgiveness. Psalm 103, verse 3. Who forgiveth all our iniquities? Who forgiveth all our iniquities? Who healeth all our diseases? In the presence of God, you receive healing. 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 Am I moving too fast? Exodus chapter 15, verse 26. In God's presence, you get healing. How many of you have seen God here in the house of God? Exodus 15, 26. And he said, If thou diligently hearken to the voice of the Lord thy God, and will do that which is right in his sight, and will give ear to his commandment, and keep all his statutes, I will put none of these diseases upon you, which I have brought upon the Egyptian, for I am the Lord that healest thee. Those who stay in the presence of God enjoy healing. Hallelujah. Amen. Psalm 16 verse 11. In the presence of God you get joy. Wow. That will show me the path of life. In his presence. There is what? Make no mistake about it. Not just joy. But what? It means that you can have joy but it's not full. They have engaged you but you have not done your wedding. And I was using the same few feet. Amen. Yeah. You have money for gang, but you don't have money for rank. So the wedding has been postponed. When the fullness of joy comes, everything works together for your good. Fullness of joy. I stay in discouragement for a very long time. I can preach that one for three days. The spirit of discouragement. Hey, it has a twin sister. Huh? Serious one. In fact, they are triplets. Discouragement is the first one. The second one is called worry. And the one that came third is called anxiety. Some of you are champion in worry. If there is nothing to worry, you will find something to be worried about. Hey, daddy. Hey, daddy. Hey. It has rained the whole week. It has rained. What is your problem about that one? Worry. Worry. It cuts people. It cuts all the strain. They shut down your faith. Yes, sir. When faith see discouragement, worry, huh? and then anxiety, it gather doubt and unbelief, and they come. <laughs> Hallelujah. How many do you have now? Uh, 1 John chapter 4 verse 8. Wow. 1 John chapter 4. He that loveth uh, he that loveth not knoweth not God. For God is love. So in the presence of God you receive love. Amen. Some of you thank God for the way church has changed you. Wow. Amen. All the virtue. The next thing is patience. Psalm 37 verse 7. God's presence generates patience. Patience. Rest in the Lord and wait patiently for him. Fret not thyself because of him who prosper in his way because of the man who bringeth wicked devices to pass. So you see, this scripture gives you the confidence that rest in the Lord. Oh, look at your neighbor and say, rest in the Lord. Some of you are too much in anxiety, worry, 
and the reason is you are not resting in the Lord. When you are not resting in the Lord, eh, everything in your life will be full of ache. Don't worry. God is not late. God doesn't move fast. He's always on time. So hear this. In his own time, she will give you the right man to marry you. And you'll be very happy. Because if you were to marry last four years, I'm telling you, so some people, if they married five years ago, come on. Yeah. Now, the way you have matured now, a man will naturally enjoy you. Yeah. Oh, yeah, there is nothing like my marrying a mature lady. Oh, say so all these things I'm teaching this girl, say, they, are, they are getting mature, though. There is something about the word of God. When they, when they marry, they misbehave. The word will ring. Yeah. So marry one of these girls, you'll be, you'll be happy. They will not misbehave. They will make you happy. They will cook. Yeah. In the presence of God, you get protection. The whole Psalm 91 is a psalm of protection. They that dwell in the secret place of the Most High, they will abide under the shadow of the Almighty. But they must dwell in the secret place. I will say of the Lord, He is my refuge, my fortress, my God in whom I trust. Surely, he will deliver me from the snow of the father, from the noise. So the whole Psalm 91 is a protection. Don't, don't travel without knowing Psalm 91. Don't drive a car without having Psalm 91 in your heart. Don't fly in an aircraft and you don't know Psalm 91. This is a Psalm that every day, by the time you finish reading the scripture, you must quote it back to God. Lord, thank you. You promised that when I dwell in a secret place, I will abide under the shadow of your Almighty. You say that, oh. You promise you deliver me from the snare of the fowler and from the noisome pestilence. You promise you cover me with your feathers and that your wings are trust. You say, oh, a thousand shall fall by my side, ten thousand at my right hand. They will not come near me. Make sure between now and then tomorrow you have memorized Psalm 91. Your protection is not in the prophet watching Kumasi wrote for you. Even the prophet cry, he needs prayer. No. Yes, Walk with the scripture that no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Every time that rises against me in judgment, they will condemn. They will come through one way, they will flee through seven ways. A thousand shall fall by my side. Hey, I am the light of the world. I am the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. He watches over me. These are the scriptures you should walk with in a prophetic eye. I sit in a play with this scripture. I lie down in this scripture. Huh? Listen to me. Uh, uh, don't open some name to and put it under your pillow. The devil will take it and slap you and then go. Because Satan has a Bible. The Bible you carry is not powerful until it enters your heart. Amen. Amen. 
Amazing. Hallelujah to Jesus Christ. This one you love it. In the presence of God, you get prosperity. Psalm 25, verse 12 to 30. Somebody say prosperity. Make the two back Oh, wow. Prosperity. What man is he that feared the Lord? Him shall he teach in his way. Huh? Huh? That the way that you should go. Give me verse 13. Ooh. His soul shall dwell at ease. And his seed shall inherit the earth. Do you know what it means to inherit the earth? Everything inside the earth is for you. In the presence of God, you will have rest. Rest, rest, rest. Marital rest. Financial rest. Academic rest. Hey! Huh? May you marry a man that gives you peace. May your husband and your wife give you peace. Nehemiah chapter 8 verse 10 In the presence of God you receive strength Then he said unto them Go your way, eat the fat Drink the sweet Send portions unto Them for whom nothing is prepared for This day Is holy unto the Lord Not that be sorry For the joy of the Lord Is your Strength In the presence, finally In the presence of God You get wisdom Somebody say wisdom. You are either making wise decisions or foolish decisions. Proverbs chapter 2 verse 6. Everybody say wisdom. Everything you build is a product of your wisdom. So when I come to your house, the way the house is arranged, your kitchen, especially if you're a woman, I will know the level of your wisdom. Mm -hmm. Everything you build is a product of your wisdom. Everything. Everything. Wisdom. In the school of success, wisdom is a principle. For the Lord given wisdom. Wow. Out of his mouth cometh one knowledge and understanding. In God's presence. The Bible says, get wisdom, get understanding. With all that getting, get what? Understanding. What a blessing to marry a wise man. A wise woman. Wow. The Bible talks about the woman in the Bible called the virtuous woman. Now, also, is it Proverbs chapter 31? Let me show you something. There is a mystery with that scripture, but the words of Lamue, the, prof, the prophecy that was his mother taught him. Watch this. What, my son, and what, the son of my womb, and what, the son of my vows. Watch this. Give not that strength. Read the Bible well. The Bible didn't say, give not that strength to your wife. That means that God is saying that when you sleep with this and you sleep with that, some strength in you has gone. So this is another key. Having sex with a woman that is not your wife, it's not having sex, it's losing strength. No wonder when you check the centenarians in Google, many of them are women. People who have died more than the age of 100, there are more women than men. Because the men gave them the strength. Yeah. 
Give not thy strength to woo men, not your wife. A man can have sex with his wife seven times a day. It's vitality, strength, and healing. Yes. But sleeping with a woman that is not your wife, you are throwing strength. Scriptures cannot be broken. Oh, all these scriptures show you what God put in a woman. No. This is not a feeling of sex in orgasm. You are losing strength. It means a man can become weak by which woman he slept with. You can't do anything again. Stay with your wife and stop misbehaving. Don't die and make your wife a widow and your children will suffer because of your foolishness. Study the word of God. This is Bible. If I'm not sleeping with a woman and again naked you said I'd run away, it's not because I am weak, because I know the word of God. So when I'm not getting who to chew, not in who to chew now so the who to chew now, your strength is going to be stolen. Now hear this if you don't read the Bible, you don't know that having sex is giving away strength. The Bible never say your wife. In fact, the Bible rather say that defraud you not one another. He said that when, when, when you are, when you are, recently there, there, there is a sickness that the devil make it attack men. It's called, um, uh, what do we call it? Prostrate. And they say that it, 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 men that have constant sex will escape it. Yes, sir, yes, sir, yes, sir. One of the ways to, to make sure prostrate will not attack you is that you must have sex regularly. Not with a girlfriend, no, but with your wife. Every day. That's what I don't know how to be. I don't follow sometimes some of the other things. I live by faith, but what it is. But that's what it is. But to go and sleep with a woman that is not your wife, you are throwing strength away. It's too, it's too dangerous. Yeah, if you read the Bible from Genesis to Revelation, hey, God has strong judgment on sex outside marriage. He doesn't go. Can you imagine among the Ten Commandments? You shall not, you shall not. He said, you shall not have another man's wife. That means that among, there are some women you can't sleep with. One of them is somebody's wife. If you want to live long, eh? Number one, they say that your strength can go. If you want to live long, there are certain women, no matter how you are enticed, you must run. Number one is somebody's wife. It is in the commandment. Number two, don't sleep with a woman who is pregnant and the pregnancy is not for you. It is one of the things that Juju people use for rituals. If you want to walk in high level of occultism, they will let you sleep with a pregnant woman. I said, why teaching? Yeah. Don't sleep with a woman who is somebody's wife. The Bible says anyone who going to work will not be innocent. Proverbs chapter 7 also, he said that can your hand never run away, no matter what it is. Don't Proverbs chapter 6 eh? Yeah, find it for me. Huh? There is another one. Let me show it to you. Don't sleep with a woman. Hey. Who is not your wife and is in a cycle? And even if it's your wife, stay away. Hiding. 
What is number four? Don't sleep with your sister. In sex. If you want to live low. No. Now, the ability to rouse a woman is called, the Bible call it gazelle. In Sons of Solomon. They compare. Somebody describe women as electric cooker. And men as gas cooker. You open the gas, you light the matches, boom. The way it comes out is the way it goes down. Gas, you be in boom. Have you used gas cooker before? Have you seen it? Now there's one that you press something, make then you light it, boom. Because you are using still a charcoal, so you don't know what I'm talking about. Now, when you open electric stove, it takes time before it heat. When it heat, even after you put it off, you can use it to cook food. And as songs of Solomon said, he is like a gazelle. If you play around his emotions and some things wake up, no escape for you. Now hear this. Anytime you are going to commit fornication or adultery, by the time the devil put in a man's mind that sleep with a woman, he has already captured the woman. It means that if you are in a room, huh? God forbid, Peter and uh, 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 Evelyn is in the room. By the time the devil say, hey, go to Evelyn, then Satan has already captured Evelyn. Because in the garden of Eden, by the time he gave the fruit to Adam, the woman has already been captured. And listen, when you arouse a woman, there is a realm, no matter how spiritual a woman is, his spirituality will fall. That's why the Bible called them weaker vessels. She loves God. She's tongue-talking. Holy Ghost fail. She will give it to you and regret. Even Catherine Coma, in the height of that anointing, he took somebody's husband, go and read his biography, and the man divorced his wife. And God dropped the anointing, God left the anointing from her. Until he divorced the man before God brought the anointing back. She went to do a program and develop a romantic relationship with the man. Under that anointing. So don't tell me, you, you are you anointed? You see, one who preach some woman, eh, because you can fast a little bit and you can pray, you think you are spiritual. You are deceiving yourself. Some of you are walking in total deception. As always, I no, you have not met your equalizer. No, I'm telling you. Eh? Even people of authority, eh, I'm telling you, if you meet a pastor with authority, no matter how spiritual, if he tries to sleep with you, the, the atmosphere will let you calm down. If you don't take it, you can't say no. That's why some of you, your boss slept with you because of the authority he has over you. there's a realm there's a realm of authority that's why i'm talking about spiritual boundaries no if i put you in my car and we are driving from here to akosomo the authority i carry submit you automatically that is why some women who are married i mean i mean gave their body to prophets today the message i want to preach i can't preach it no don't deceive yourself now listen every woman here don't deceive yourself don't whether you are married you are not married what keeps you is boundaries Set the boundaries and live within the boundaries. Whether it's your pastor, don't go to your pastor's office with some dress thinking he's a spiritual man. No, you can wake something up. 
Because some of you have done things and regret you wish you didn't do it. As you say, what control be Abron? Something in him. If he a they know what they can produce. Yeah, they know. They know. That is why when you love them, when you are coming, they can tell that you are making advance. If a boy is making advance, you can tell. Can't you tell? Yeah, you know it. You know. Yeah, you know. They can test the pots. Once you just acquire your bar. If they can refuse you, today I will show you. I will show you that you shouldn't propose to a girl that say no. No, it means that you didn't do your homework well. It means that you were bonbon. It means that you are not smart. You don't just meet a woman and tell her that I love you and respect her to respond. No. There are processes you go through. If it will not work, you can tell. You need to go through that process. Yeah. Even if they try to make too low, I will show you three points that will show that what they are doing is too low. But in their heart, they have captured it. Yes. A woman cannot play with his emotions. That is why you can even befriend somebody's wife and you can tell by that key that he's falling in love with you. I'll tell you by that key. So, some pastors don't know that as a man in authority. Wait a minute, you'll be free. You'll be falling in love with you. Yeah. You can come close to a lady in the church. He call you daddy, 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 but he has fallen in love. Yes. When a woman falls in love, I'll give you five points you can test as an ass. When you check one, two, three, four, you will see that no, this girl, if I get close to her, something will happen. Yeah. They won't show it. They will, they will still spiritualize it. Yeah. I will show you the, 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 the symptoms of that spirituality. When they, you see them show it, then it is dangerous to get close to a woman who has fallen in love with you. Yes. She can have a husband. She can be happily married. A woman can marry and still fall in love. The, based on what the, how the husband treat her. I know this before I got married. Yes. I know it. I, I can go and preach somewhere and a woman, maybe the pastor said, this lady should serve you. That symptoms will let me know that my many developers some affection towards me. I know it. This one, you don't have to quote Greek. These are the things that people, they say Greek word, they say Santa Mara. It's not, that's what we are talking about. You have to deal with the writing. It doesn't matter. Every man in authority, women naturally love men with charisma. Charisma attracts women. Jesus was a charismatic man. Look at the women that were following her. Look at them. Yeah. They like a man that is looking good. They like a man that dress good. They like a man that smells good. They like yeah. So you have to do some things. Now, the most dangerous ones are those who pretend they are spiritual. Daddy, daddy. Share. She will somersault you. Never play with a woman who is in love. It's dangerous. So come And so And that's it. Yeah, they are there. And they are different kinds of women. Yeah, because a woman can see when say you are my dream man. Of you are pretending you. 
Because the thing I'm preaching at you, only God knows what is in your mind. Vice versa, it can happen to a man too. As you are walking around, some men have fallen in love with you. Some of them have even slept with you. Jesus said, when you look at a woman and lust after her, you have already committed. Do you know how many men have slept with you when you were coming? I said, those of you dress some way. You think your husband is the only one sleeping. People are sleeping in their mind. There are men, they look at you, then they say, ah, oh, Jesus. And they, they are sleeping. Jesus said, this one came from the mouth of God. So some people in your office, they are sleeping with you every day. Oh yeah, they can't tell you about who are. Jesus said, Jesus said, a man can look at a woman and last after her. She, his mom began to tell her, she has taken her to a room, he has naked her. And, Especially you have shape, you are some kind of uh, contour. Not all men has faith. We have to teach you the practicality. That is why we don't. That is why Paul said that they should dress modestly. They should pass on that dress in a way that trousers you are wearing, the way the trousers is transparent, that your breast that is showing. Some of you come to wedding, you make the pastor suffer. Half of your breast is showing. Sure. The, the adultery between David and Bathsheba it started from bathroom. That's right. David saw a woman bathing. The picture couldn't leave her. He practically called her. He lasted after Bathsheba. And then he called her and practically he performed it. So God didn't even judge it from the act. He judged it from the, from, the, from the perception and the mindset. So God said that you can easily walk with somebody and you can look at a woman you have slept with her. I have prayed for men who tell me that I saw this guy, I took her to dream and then in a the dream I had myself I saw myself having an affair and I discharged. It means I sustained the minor until build up in a dream. Take us a dress here. We want to save you. And my man know that to do. I'm not the one. Not all men has faith. Jesus said it. I'm not the one who said it. I said Jesus said it. Jesus said it. That is why, thank God, a lot of African men are not in a swimming pool. Yes, it's dangerous. They're white. They can wear bikinis. Some of them... But if the African woman, yeah. if they wear the bikini, the whole pool side come to a standstill. Yeah. This lady here has a white man's white lady shape. This one can wear bikini, but this one. Yeah. I am giving you practicality of the matter. So this guy, if you marry her, don't take her to the pool. Build a swimming pool in your house. Receive prosperity. Yeah, so that you watch it alone. It's not her fault. That is the way God created her. Are you understanding what I'm talking about? Yeah, that's what we said true. That's the way God created her. I said that you can dress and by the time you get to the office, five guys in the office can sleep with you yes be careful it's in the bible yeah jesus said a man can last after a woman 
lasts. And there is no generation that lasts than this generation. Yeah. This generation is a lastful generation. You have to train your spirit. Now let me say this and close. Some of you were naturally you are attractive. Can you see that when people are driving and you are walking, they can watch you. Have you noticed that you are driving some people with a pain or their bobby or they can't have you, you Apart from making people sleep with you, you are also causing accident in the system. People don't understand all these things. And you are watching. Yeah. So if you walk and you say that you have something attracting, it has nothing to do with whether you are sleeping. Some women, the, the way God made them, when they pass, everybody is watching them. You have to be careful what you wear. Yeah. And say, hey, people's husbands are chasing me. What are you wearing that they are chasing you? Yeah. There are suggestive dresses. At the end of the song, it's suggesting something to a man. Yes. The sad one is married women who wear suggestive dresses. At the end of the song, it doesn't look like you are somebody's wife. Don't deceive yourself. No. The fact that your husband is not saying it. No, you are making other people insult marriage women. There is a way you are attracted. That is why in the office men are disturbing you. There's something about you. Now it is a mister of the attraction plus anointing and glory. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yeah, and the devil wants to steal the anointing. Wow. So they get the men around. Mm. Yeah. And don't take it light. You have to even pray that prayer. As I'm moving along, let no man last after me. Yes, Cover me with the blood of Jesus. These are, these are prayers you don't pray. You just go everywhere that you are speaking in tongues. Uh, favor this. You are getting favor and they are sleeping with you. <laughs> it's not your fault. I'm not saying it's your fault. But that is the system we live now. So if you have that thing, then you have to be careful. This is the reason why I don't go to a lot of weddings. Because I have a very sensitive spirit. I've gone to weddings and the woman, almost their breast is out. Mm. Yes. Okay, no. You go and show something I hear, and then the maid of honor uh, is not Chichinima. It's no, no. A lot of people in our generation are praying, but they don't fear God. Oh, they don't fear God. Some of you, you are walking here like that. When we see you in your area, I'm telling you. One day I was walking somewhere. I saw some girl. Where did we go somewhere? The, the, the thing he was wearing in town. I said, hey. I'm telling you. That is why you have to build your spirit. You are fasting. You have to walk with the word. You have to be a walking Bible. Everything your eyes see, a scripture come to your spirit. Cover yourself with the blood. I am walking with scriptures. Hallelujah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't deceive yourself. It's not anointing service alone that brings anointing. It's consecration. A certain mindset. Decency and order. Wow. Let me tell you this. The men that want to marry you, they, no man wants to marry a woman who has exposed his body. Because there is something God put in men. It's called jealousy. Every man jealousy wants to protect his wife. That's why when you go to Dubai, they don't even show their face. They have covered their face yes, so that you will see their beauty. That's right. They wear. You see that black thing they wear. You can see part of their body. Yes, These people don't read the Bible. They cover everything. everything. Including when you see them eating. This is the way they eat. 
It's a religious spirit. Nobody is saying this, but I'm telling you, you have to think. Because when you dress that way, you become sex worthy and no marriage worthy. Because there's something about the psychology and the psyche of a man. When you are not marriage material, you know. I have seen some of our guys in school who were not spiritual. They were not Christians. They would tell me, Nana, I want a wife to marry you. And I'll tell them, I say, what marry the girls who go to this? Because they say, no, no, they, they are not there. We can't marry them. No. Every man wants to marry a woman that will stay at home and be decent. Every man. Every man. There is something about decency that attracts a man. It will just catch the attention. The way the devil is deceiving you, like when you show your breasts and things, you know, it's an enticement. Because a woman is naturally born manipulator. The spirit of manipulation is in every woman. If it does not show, it's Christ that has hide it. If you take Christ out, it naturally comes. It is dangerous for a woman to chase a man than a man to chase a woman. If a woman is chasing you, you have no hiding place. He knows how to get you. Yeah. I'm telling you. One guy told me a story that he went to school. He was staying in a hotel. There were three girls. He greeted them. And one girl said, this guy is my beef. By three weeks, he was his uh, trophy too. Yeah. Later, the girl became born again. The other two girls said, he said he's my beef. She became a beef. So, by falling in love with you, uh, there are two ways. We are spiritual. Obey your spirituality to come. So, you can be a pastor. Somebody is serving you. But he wish you were his husband. Obey one party, Papa. If you are so party, one year now we are bay for. Obey one party, Papa. So, the way you preach, eh, even men of God, America, the statistics, you see, the way you preach, you can present it to look like you are, you will be a better husband. So, there are young girls who can pray, Lord, give me a husband like daddy. <laughs> it means that you are in a queue. If you pass through their life, they will not spare you. No. It's not intention that they want to sleep with you. But they don't know. I don't know how the devil does it. But that's what it is. Men of God has fallen. People's wife has gone to programs with men of God and fell. People's husband has fallen. Anointed men has fallen. Men of God who was anointing to write the Bible saw women bathing. They couldn't stand it. These are all things you have to see it in the Bible. A woman is a woman. And I don't care what you think. Men whose anointing can lift the city gate, their head was saved. Their secret of their covenant was saved by women. Yeah. Yeah. A house has small gate. Receive an old man. Do you know when Abraham, Abraham, Abraham was lying on Hagar? Do you know the meaning? Do you know the meaning of that thing? This guy received the old man. And after that, he was trying to tell his madam that we are all equal. That is why if you're a pastor, come here and say in protest and pray. If you sleep with a woman in your church, make sure the woman leave the church. Yes, once you sleep with a girl, tell her that by the grace of God, I want to deport you from this church. <laughs> Because if he stays there, listen, once you are preaching, that guy is sitting there, you are not preaching. The authority in the spirit, your authority is quenched. If 
up your two hands. God bless you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the message. For further inquiries, contact Belt Prayer Center, P.O. Box, GP21421, Accra. Telephone, plus 233-274-009933 or plus 233-242-472655. Email us on info at portercity.com or visit our website, www.portercity.com. Location, Plot 16, Mutual Road, Pram Pram, Greater Accra, Ghana.